Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. This is our Tuesday, June 23rd, 2015 edition of, once again, Beyond the Gate Radio. If this is your favorite show or if you'd like to follow us, please press the follow button on the show page and you will follow us. Please also join us on Facebook, Twitter, and all our other sites. Uh, our guest today is Alma and Tamara, and look at the bottom of the show page. You'll see links there. And if you need more information through the links, you can find that. Check out uh, www.mediumdavidb, as in Baker, mediumdavidb.com. I have all my Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, contact, everything information on that website. So, today's a wonderful day. I'm your host, David M. Baker. Today we will have readings with two callers, and we will, well, maybe ten callers. You know what? I know why I say this stuff. Maybe we might have 30 callers. Oh, look at the switchboard. It's full. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we're going to do readings for an hour and a half. (laughs) Just kidding, folks. I'm Jim, and I remember... I always pull the stuff. That's got to be funny. Anyway, we're going to be talking about, uh, seriously, the power of prayer, using as a daily tool versus only using it as a Latin. Also, we have Tamara on from the news, watching and observing from the perspective standpoint. And Tamara is founder of the Papillon Project, and she will be joining the discussion as well. Now, we'll also be talking a little bit about animal spirits and things of that nature as well. Now, my experience with animal experience, uh, animals as spirit guides and power totems, I've had them as well. Let me just speak a little bit about it first. Uh, Power animals are spirit guides in animal form. Ancient and indigenous peoples worldwide believe that animal spirit guides, through these spiritual powers, help them in their daily lives by providing protection, guidance, and healing. And I'm sure that we all have had dreams about them like I have. In fact, when I was doing something with Doreen Virtue a few years back, I met her former, now former husband, Stephen Farmer, and we talked about that as well back then. So I totally believe in, in animal spirit guides as well. It's very interesting. Uh, right now, I'd like to bring in Alma to start the discussion. Alma, Hi, how you doing? How are you? I'm doing great, David. Very Thanks good. Thanks for having me on. I'm really looking forward to talking about all of this stuff. There's so much going on, and I feel like everybody kind of wants to hear a different perspective. People want a little different of an angle on things, so I'm really looking forward to discussing. That's for sure, and we surely will do that. So what is the first thing you, what's the first area you wanted to go into? Did you want to save readings for later or do that first or talk about Well, I want to do, I want to do the readings first because they're very intense. It's very heavy stuff and it's really for everyone's ears. It's, It's for these two individuals separately, but there's a lot here and it's, and you know, I want to kind of just have it almost 
separate from the rest of what we're going to be discussing, even though it will be kind of intertwined as everything else is usually. All right. So I have a caller, Jenny Amaya, on the phone. Jenny, welcome Hello. to Beyond the Gate Radio. Hi. Great to be here. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Hi, Would Jenny. Like- How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? Great to talk to you. I- I'm doing good. Good, good, good. Uh, so um, usually I have my um, clients ask the question, but for you, feel like you need to hear what I wrote and what came through through automatic writing first, and then you can decide okay. whether I answered your questions or not. And if I didn't, you can just ask them, ask her. I got a lot of okay. information um, regarding you at this time with your transformation. You're going through a big, big transformation, and I felt that <laughs> immediately, actually, because all day today and the latter part of yesterday, I saw an enormous, I saw so many butterflies. They would literally come out of nowhere. And I, I knew they were, I knew, I always know that it's always connected to me somehow because I'm seeing it. But for you, I said, this is definitely for Jenny because the butterflies felt more, less attached to my stuff and more attached to your situation. And your situation requires so much opening up that you're being challenged you're being challenged so much at this time and I just want you to know that you are so not alone with this. Um <laughs> the butterflies, I have to mention that the butterflies were it was a very they were very dark. Their wings were dark and many of them had tiny white spots. Most of them were black butterflies or very dark brown and they uh-huh. were they were pretty small, um, not all very small, but a little smaller than the typical white butterflies that you see. But none of them were white or orange. None of them were monarch. They were all black okay. butterflies, and they were they would come out of kind of nowhere. And I felt like there was a huge presence of a father, your father figure in your life. Mm-hmm. I felt he was mm-hmm. sending that um, message through. And I also okay. felt like the significance of the color, the dark color, was spirit showing me that you have dark wings, so to speak, and you're coming from a dark feminine place, but it's not negative. It's more like you, the darkness is protecting, but it's also a darkness that you're coming out of, and you're, the significance of the butterfly flapping wings was basically you flying out of this stage. Um, okay. I can't tell you the amount of, but I can't tell you how many butterflies I've seen within the past, like, 28 hours. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, all of them, mm-hmm. all of them were dark brown or black. And so as I was writing with, as I was writing and coming up with all of your information and everything, again, I saw a huge butterfly outside near my Jenny. Um I just want to read what I wrote, what just came out as I was writing. Um, yeah. I feel like your father um, is working out his relationship with you on one way by help. I'm here. I'm here. The <laughs> things always seem to happen. Uh, he, um, I hear the okay. question, why did you, I hear the question, why did you leave? That came up um, 
and it sounded really low as if you ask it in your head really low and sometimes you're not even mm-hmm. conscious aware that you're asking that question why did you leave mm-hmm. does that sound valid to you is that something that yeah. you can validate okay because um, i got yeah, that I'm sorry? I would say so. It would be tough to admit, yeah. but I would say so, yeah. Yeah, I hear it, I hear it as a, a question that comes in really low in your mind, and sometimes it's almost like you're on autopilot and you ask that question over and over, almost not even realizing it because it's part of your way of thinking. Um, mm-hmm. is, he says that he, he, says that he hears he hears that question, even though it sounds low. He hears that, and he hears it every single time that you ask it on low volume. And the answer that comes through with it is that it wasn't right for me to stay here. I needed to learn how to become softer to feelings that were natural to me that I ignored. I was always looking in the other direction when feelings came up. I couldn't face them, and I saw your I saw your gentle energy asking for validation that it's okay to have soft feelings, to be soft, to, to have soft feelings. Does that make any sense to you? Is that something that you have thought about? Yes. Um, definitely have thought about it, especially the soft points and needing to hear him validate it. Like, I definitely, I needed that. And the softness is something that keeps coming up um in in anxiety so Mm -hmm. yeah right um because he he mentioned that um he just kept mentioning over and over that he wasn't like he wasn't a soft to his own feelings he couldn't face his own stuff and he had a very rough time with it and he had to go because he could not learn how to do it the way that he really wanted to in his heart here when he was here but he's learning that now and he's seeing what you're going through he's going through this with you and one way in which he's learning is helping you with it so you're teaching yourself you're teaching him he's teaching himself he's teaching you you're helping each other it's a hand-in-hand process um wow so that's yeah that's why i said she has to know that she doesn't feel she doesn't have to feel alone in this because it's true what's happening what she's she's getting the help that she needs and it's up to you to be open to knowing that you don't have to feel alone because to make yourself feel alone would to make yourself feel in something that's not true it's not true that you're supported and you have you have not only your father, but you have your friends. And that's really the other um, thing I want to talk to you about. I would like mm-hmm. to emphasize that you have to ask your friends for help more. Not you have to, you should. I'm suggesting it with the word should because I feel like saying <laughs> have to will stop you from doing it. But you yeah. really should because... Yeah, I do know that about yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I a little rebelish, uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you really will benefit from that. Um, watch your breathing. Um, I keep saying this. I say this so often. When you pay attention to your breathing, even if you're just walking around and, and you're at work, you don't have a moment to meditate, pay attention to your breathing, pay attention to the, the way that your body feels, the sensations that run through your body, um, and just anything that 
that is attached to the way you breathe, your breathing pattern. Just start breathing more deeply. Take a moment in the okay. morning, even when you're not anxious. When you're not, the best mm-hmm. time to do it and to train yourself to breathe deeply is when you're not anxious. When you're just sitting there and you're feeling calm and nothing is is bothering you and nothing's getting in the way of your of your peaceful thoughts. Practice yeah. breathing like that because it will become second nature when you become anxious. You'll know that you have that tool. You won't don't know how to access that. So practice yeah. it when you're not anxious so that when you get anxious, you know that you have that safe place to go to. And um, that, that can definitely help you also um, to make better decisions. Um, and mm-hmm. it can definitely also help you to... Um, create better um, relationships with whoever you reach out to. You'll be able to see and feel more deeply. Um, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So I know it's a lot of information, but I just want you to, um, you know, understand, like, how the breathing is going to help you because I definitely feel a little out of breath talking to you just because I know that that's the energy that I'm getting and how I'm feeling with just tapping into you. Um, yeah, I definitely also, feel the anxiety has, um, I've been thinking about that as well because of the anxiety. I find myself trying to breathe better and I keep telling myself that I need to meditate more, but I haven't um, actually implemented it. But I guess I need yeah, to hear that. For you, <laughs> I recommend since you're hesitant to meditate and you're and it makes you anxious sometimes even just thinking about it, for you, I recommend the breathing when you're not anxious to practice it, just do it for fun, just say, hey, I have 10 minutes to do nothing, I'm going to take 20 deep breaths or 10 deep breaths, whatever you know you can handle, and just do it, do it when you get bored, I promise you, it'll actually become really fun, I've I've done it before, and it gets, it makes you better and better, it gets you better and better each time, it's really, really great, Um, I just wanted to finish up the message that I received from your father, um, I feel like he just keeps repeating that he realizes that he missed out. He says, I missed out, and I, I missed out a lot. I missed out. He keeps saying, I know I missed out. But he wants you to hear that. I feel like he's giving me the feeling that he's saying it not because he's in any form of distress, like I missed out, I'm sad. He's not saying it like that. He's saying it over and over again because he wants you to hear it because it's validation to you that you are loved, you are missed, you are cared for, you are guided, you are being helped. And it's also going to, um, he wants it to stick in your mind as you go through this because it'll help you feel wanted and loved. It'll help you to um, understand that it's safe to to want someone is yeah. um, in, in a romantic relationship, particularly um, because yeah. so often in relationships, the the notion, the, the incorrect notion, comes up that you know we're not allowed, it, it, we're not allowed to be loved. It's better to be abused or pushed away, or someone should hold something back from us. It's just not true. Um, so right. I feel like take those words um, and use them as a way to know that he is aware of how he left you and he's aware of what is going on and there's hope here, there's love here, there's guidance here and it's all really here for you. Um, 
So just take that, and I hope that helps you. I definitely uh, needed yeah. to hear that. And just um, try to let go and transform. Just try and go with it. This past Mercury retrograde was a yeah. really tough one for a lot of people. You felt it too, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was uh my mind was all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry, you weren't the only one. Uh, it was a weekend that came up where there was a lot of father healing energy going on, mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of women reached out to me. A lot of women mentioned they were going through a really tough time within themselves. A lot of problems and issues with their father figure in their life and then Father's Day came up and it it was very, 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 very intense. And it's not a surprise. I just want you and everyone listening to know that it's not a big surprise that that it came through like this because this is the year of the woman. As Terry and Linda have mentioned many times, the psychic twins have mentioned on their wall, it's the year of the woman. So take whatever happened during Mercury retrograde with those thoughts about mm-hmm. your father and, and and anything in relationship to family issues regarding the father and, and even the mother as well, but mostly the father I'm talking about, um, and see it as they were ways to empower you, to get you through um, any any hurdles that you just haven't been able to get through in the past, and especially mm-hmm. with you, with all these butterflies and stuff, I mean, this is, this is a big time for you. Um, I also get, kind of off the subject, but I also get that you need to flirt more and you need to be a little more playful, <laughs> break out, like, seriously, like, loosen um, up because that is so attractive to the universe and that pulls in romantic love so quickly and, like, when you're doing I it, am so terrible at it and that's actually something that has, um, I was thinking about today and anxiety of of relating yeah. and and flirting and opening up. Like I want to be that way, like but I it's it's uh it's something that actually doesn't come natural to me. Doesn't um, come natural to a lot of people and even myself I can be very playful and flirty but when I'm going through my stuff it does not feel like it could possibly be natural. But then something that I remember is that it's up to me to stay inside of myself and not see why I could be playful or, or flirt or have fun. It's, you know, and it's up to, I, I keep remind, reminding myself that it's up to me to, to do it. And just for you and your situation, I know it doesn't come natural, but it's such a big key to you getting more used to these romantic feelings and this new person who's come into your life that you're opening up to um, and just being naturally, just being yourself, being Jenny naturally. Yeah. I would like to get there, yeah. <laughs> you will. You'll um, get there um, through this healing process. It, it's, I feel like you're going to be pushed into that. But like I said, get your friends to help you, let them help you. It's not just about going out to Louie with your friends. You know, talk to them easily, like, how on earth do you do that? Let's do that together. How can I do this? Just walk around, even living in the moment and being with your friend out in public and just being free, that even attracts Mm -hmm. romantic energy. That's why they say a lot of times when girls get their heart broken, go out with your friends. 
it'll loosen you up and someone new could possibly come along or it could at the very least get you to love yourself more and like really get used to it. Ask your friends what they love about your energy and what they love about you and ask them how you can use that to flirt. You could do that. Okay, that's a good idea, actually. Okay. Um, Because I do feel good about the friends. Um, Honestly, uh, when it came to my dad, like, um, you nailed it right on the head. Um, That's exactly... I've always felt like I, I wasn't sure if I could feel him, um, and I found that strange. So my question was, you know, has he crossed over? Is there anything I'm doing wrong, or do I need to do anything? So um, to know that we're on the journey together and, like, not feeling alone, that's actually exactly um, uh, what I needed to hear. Um so. I'm glad. I'm glad I could help with that because he came through big time, and I I just was so happy to be able to get that information to you because I felt very much like she has this relationship. There's many blocks. One other thing that came through is, and th- this is something I feel like I have to say that I know that you already know. I feel like mm-hmm. you've been told that you're just like your father when it comes to the feeling yeah. part. And I feel like that is a big thing for you to try and work on loosening up. It's almost because you're, you're beating yourself up about that. And in turn, you're mm-hmm. blocking the feeling of feeling his spirit energy and him come through for you. And you're mm-hmm. not hurting him he is fully aware of what how to help you and and what's going on but for you here on earth in the physical state i always say if you feel like you can't feel the spirit it's you it's not most most likely it's you it's not them Mm -hmm. not being around we do that Mm -hmm. a lot here feelings are a, a they're not easy for a lot of people to handle you know there's people like me who can just let their feelings out and then there's some people who just are very afraid of that look at you Mm -hmm. being like your father as a way to really hone in on forgiving yourself and forgiving him for simply being the way that you are and then within that forgiveness just have a very Mm -hmm. protective energy about you you have a very Mm -hmm. motherly caring energy about you and what could be mistaken Mm -hmm with your father's image with some people here is that they won't see that or they see that very much, but they see that there's problems with tapping into those emotions. So it's one of those things that if a person is patient enough, they can look at you and look at your dad and clearly see that there's so much love and sensitivity and softness there. And quite possibly it's too much for each for either individual so just don't beat yourself up about that and within within accepting that about yourself and accepting that about your father the softness is coming if the softness will come in for you because you know he already knows he already knows how strong you are and he's learning he's learning you don't ever stop learning just because you step out of a physical body you learn in every single stage it just it just keeps happening and and it never ends right 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 yes yes um 
that was interesting, that analogy. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, this helps a lot. Um, yeah, <laughs> you left me with a lot to okay. think about. <laughs> All righty. Thank you for calling in, Jenny. Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it uh, for being a vessel. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Yes, thank you for calling. That was very interesting. That was very uh, amazing uh, reading. You got right in there, Alma. I'm very impressed. You know, that's why we have yeah. you on the show as a repeat guest of many times on the show. You no, know, you have a lot of wisdom and you have a great gift, and we really appreciate you very much. You know, and yeah. having said that. We have bring her in right now. Hello, Rosalie. Oh, Welcome to hello. Beyond the Gate Radio. Hi, Rose. Can you hear me? How okay? are you? Okay, I'm Rose. Okay. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm okay. Had some technical difficulties calling in, but I got it. Oh yeah, it's no surprise. We've had some technical <laughs> difficulties around here like all month, so. Um, yeah. So. Rosary, would you like to ask your questions first, or would you like to hear me just speak about what I've come up with here? I would just like you to tell me what you come up with, because my mind just went blank. I completely, okay. like, forgot what I was <laughs> going to ask. It was so That's into, okay. like, that last so, call that you had, and that was such a good reading. <laughs> well, I'm thankful for your compliments. Um, I want you to know that that reading is also for you. Um, that's why our reading together won't be as long as that. Um, that reading is also for you. Um, if it's for everybody or anyone listening, if it rings true, if it feels like I'm speaking to you, then it's for you. So, But for you in particular, I... I just get that you're such a very soft and gentle person who um, is a great listener. Um, Does that feel right to you, Rosalie? Yeah. Okay, good. Probably a little too much sometimes, Um, I feel. I just have to say that because your energy is so soft and sweet that that's the first thing that came out. And I feel like I have to say that to you to remind you of how much love you have exuding from your being and how people pick up on that and how people are drawn to that. And with that said, I want you to start protecting your energy field more and protecting yourself more by calling upon Archangel Michael. Anybody can call on him. You don't have to be religious or know really a lot about Archangel Michael. I want you to protect yourself because I feel like you – take in, um, you take on a lot of negative, a lot of heavy energy that can be very negative and very toxic to you, particularly when you get really sensitive, you kind of just suck it in and and kind of drag you around. And that also contributes to you not being able to sometimes make decisions or feel confident when you make a decision. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, it makes complete sense. Okay, um, and um, also for you, um, I just want you to also um, know that you, just like the previous caller, 
work on just letting go of the past and shedding shedding the old skin coming out of your cocoon and just flying freely because there's a lot of really great stuff coming in store for you and in regard to in regard to a project that you're working on I'm sorry my throat's all dry this weather over here in New York is crazy um any any way that you feel like you're being really independent and you're earning stuff on your own and you're working really hard I know sometimes it can be heavy weight on you but I'm not only going to say don't give up but it may feel unfair but it's so good for you and know that you are being protected and guided through all of it and be proud of that because there are definitely people who get things handed to them that wish that they could earn it as hard as you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Definitely okay. does. <laughs> and, and just keep, keep your passion flowing for the things that you're doing right now. Like you do photography, right? Yeah. And for a while up until like last night, I was kind of, you know, I haven't really picked up my camera in a while. I was just making up excuses. I'm yeah. like, oh, it was they're, they're telling me you need to do that. <laughs> they're telling me you need to do that. And they're pointing to nature. They're showing me a lot of flowers and trees. They're telling you that you need to do that because when you, the pictures that you take and what you share and how you connect with nature is actually helping the environment because it's sparking a lot of uh, interest. And it's also drawn in people's minds, and it's also drawing people to nature and being able to respect. I really feel like it'd be a really great idea to pick up that camera again because it's not just taking a picture. You're finding, also, you're finding yourself in that action. You're finding yourself, uh, that your softness of spirit and, and work that you can do to make this world a better place, to help nature, to help trees, animals, to help yourself, to help people find nature in that beautiful tree and that beautiful flower within them. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Because that's the only thing I have interest in photographing is, like, nature and that stuff. I have no interest in doing, like, weddings or anything like that. I don't really care for that. But it's like nature is what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like since you have a little bit of a closed-off I feel like my throat's closing when I tap into you, like you don't, because you, you have problems speaking up. I feel like the camera and the images, that's going to bring that out, strangely enough. It's going to bring that out to you, because you'll be able to speak for what you see and what you capture. So, you know, it's not about forcing yourself to speak. It's not about forcing out forcing yourself to adjust to something that you're not familiar with. It's about connecting with things that you are familiar with that ring true to you and and what did you do when you were younger that made you feel free what do you do now that makes you feel so free forget about the money part of it that's going to come if you want that and you're doing what you have to do in order to like keep yourself up and happy and tap into your passions the stuff is the money's going to be there you're going to be supplied it's going to flow in easily after after so much practice and after so much dedication and hard work. That's good. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> okay. So, um, 
anything else? Is that it? Or um, well, yeah, you know, I I can't even think of it right now. That that really helped me a lot. You know, like in what you were tell, you know, telling with the other caller, that hit a lot with me too. In that sense, okay. And you know, like with the negative energy, because I've been like dealing with a lot of that lately. It seems like you know, like just like a really dark, dark one. It's like in my family, mm-hmm. and it's like just remember that lot. you have the power to protect yourself, and you're allowed to protect yourself, and you do not and have I keep to answer getting every that. phone call or every email or every knock at the door from. Anybody that you might feel will take over your energy or take take over and, and rattle you up. You know, you're a very sensitive person. I want you to also spend more time by running water and by trees. I always say sensitive people stick to trees and running water. Okay. Okay. All okay. right. Thank you, Rosalie. Thank you. Can I ask you one quick thing that just popped in my head? Sure. Do, do my guides do my guides like hear me sometimes? Do you think? Because lately I feel like they're they they all the time. <sighs> okay, because I used there? to be able to feel them. Yeah, they hear you. And like, yeah, they I haven't. They hear you all the time. Okay. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> you know who it is who doesn't hear you? It's you. Your doubt blocks your hearing. That's what I. That's the, what comes to mind when I when I try and understand how to explain it to you. Your doubt blocks your hearing. They hear you all the time. You don't hear you. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Rosalie, right. for. Thank you very much. My pleasure. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Talk to you. Bye. Yeah, please stay on the line so you can hear me. Yeah, the ego sometimes <laughs> it just jumps in the way and messes everything up. And, yeah, it's definitely that's like part of one of the topics we're going to discuss, um, self-care and meditation and listening to other people. Meditation, I want to say, it's something that slows your mind down so that you can hear higher messages, higher levels of spirit and your own, just hear your own higher voice, um, higher mind and, and wise voice within. Um, it's definitely important to try and incorporate that within your daily life. It's, it's not every single day, just as often as you can during the week. Um, it will help you to become more attentive to actual words that people are saying versus assuming things based on what they heard. It'll help you to stop doubting yourself. Um, someone asked me, or many people asked me, but someone asked me recently, how do they become more psychic? And I said, the first thing that comes to mind is meditation. You can slow your mind down. You just start. You will start to hear yourself more and start to trust yourself and your inner voice far more. Your intuition becomes, it floats to the surface. And, you know, you can start making decisions more readily. Um, it, clears, it clears so much within you. you. You just more calm. 
Um, so that's definitely something that I tell all of my clients. Like meditate, meditate. You're listening to your higher self. You're listening to God. You're connecting on that level, and it's it's such good self care. Cards. I just want to mention with the animal cards, they're my cards. The visions come in through my dreams, through my meditations, or just when I see something in front of me or an animal in front of me. It's all for me. It's not from any other um, light worker or any other author or writer out there. It's all my stuff. That's why sometimes it's an insect. And then an animal the next day. Um, I'm calling them animal cards because most of them are animals. We're still, my sister and I are still working on a better title <laughs> for the cards. But um, the reason I use the animal cards to connect with people and to help everyone with um, their daily life is because I find that, well, firstly, I've always found that animals are just, they, there's no filtering, there's no no shyness, no ego, they just give it straight to you, but also because people these days so much in, in all different faiths and, and belief systems are really, really drawn to the message, the symbolism, animal symbolism, and the messages that the animals in their lives give them. They're dog lovers, cat lovers, bird lovers, fish lovers, people who love insects. And I just felt like, you know, if I can show an aspect or characteristic of this particular animal or insect and bring it out and show people, like, how to relate to something or someone or a situation through this animal totem, it will really help people um, throughout the day or in a particular situation. I received a lot of messages of thumbs up about the animal cards, so I'm really, really happy that I'm able to present them to everybody. And I promise my assistant and I are working on a website where you can just go and click on it throughout the day, any time of day, as many times as you can. Um, so you'll definitely see them up on the computer. And then, of course, we'll be working on publishing and making them physical cards for you to order online. Um, so just wanted to let everybody know that all that information about the cards, and I'm glad that they're helping um, everyone who has benefited from them. The animals, um, we... The symbolism, animal symbolism is everywhere all the time, constantly, but I feel like at the same time, since we're all so many, we're so often conditioned to pay more attention to people as, as people, people as messengers and someone to give you a message and tell you something, we're, we kind of forget that animals will just plainly let us know what's going on. There's always this thing that goes through Facebook that says animals pick up on uh, weather changes and things like that. That's kind of a really great example of how we miss the obvious things that are in front of us. You know, animals are known to to act out when there's an earthquake coming or when there's a thunderstorm coming or when there's going to be a flood or something right in front of us. They'll, they'll do something or behave in a certain way that 
that kind of makes us feel uncomfortable or makes us wonder what's going on, why is this animal of mine behaving in this way, and then a couple of days later, boom, there's a flood or there's a a hurricane or an earthquake. It's right in front of us. And I feel like if paying more attention to animals, their behavior, just like their overall energy and, and appearance and how they react to things, we'll stop saying things like animals don't have spirits or animals are not like they, they have no feel they don't have feelings the way that we do. There's definitely a good number of people who still say things like that, despite what some people have messaged me saying, No, I think most people are starting to realize that I, I I don't feel that it's it's this thing that's really out there. I feel like it's getting there with the help of a lot of with people who are just simply helping animals and showing that they're helping animals on Facebook and things going around. But to get to the spiritual aspect of it, to get to the core and, and the connectedness that we have with our domestic pets and just even wild animals and, and birds outside, it's it's kind of a it's, we have to keep digging the hole to have people see see look we are so completely connected you know um, with that and you know animals animals are definitely definitely going to be guiding us a lot more as time goes on because we're not doing a great job with taking care of the planet um, and really taking care of ourselves and I think that it's getting to the point where we are going to have to start relying on the things that we said we'd never really need to rely upon. Um, so I just want everyone to know that animals do have spirits, and animals definitely understand things in very different ways than we understand them, but they get it. They get what's going on. And so do plants, and so do trees, and so do flowers. Uh, vibration of flowers, the vibration of a flower can be so much for somebody who is depressed, who's down, um, can be so much for the energy in the room. Uh, we, we have to definitely start looking at these beings that are not human as living beings, as not just part of this earth, but they know what's going on. They feel what's going on. They feel war. They feel hurricanes. They feel sadness. Um, they feel they feel in general. Trees mourn when other trees around them are cut down. Uh, just the same way a cat can mourn the loss of a family member. Um, so I just want everyone to really hear me and realize when hear me when I say that the spirits are within every living being. This place is alive that we're in, and it's up to us to take care of it. It's up to us to acknowledge each other as living beings with feelings. And just because we do not communicate in the same way doesn't mean that we should disregard any messages that the other that that is the, that are being presented to us to help us. Well, I would like to flow into the power of prayer because. Um, I want to talk about praying, and I want to talk about thieves and shooting victims. I want to, I want to blend those two together because it's really important for people to know about the power of prayer and what prayer does for people. And it's also important for people to understand and see this incident with the Charleston shooting as a way to see that 
this is why one reason why them praying and forgiving the killer is one reason why we must respect people who fought who choose, we must respect the fact that some people must follow religion and must pray to get through life because not being religious doesn't make you better and not being, and being religious doesn't make you better than somebody who is what they would call spiritual. You know, life is hard enough and some people pray to get through life. And I'm one of those people. And I can say first, hand that I absolutely 101% know that I would not be doing this show. I wouldn't be in this city. I would not be alive if I had not prayed to help myself get through some of the hardest, most darkest periods of my life. Um, it's, it's really important for everybody to understand that these people are praying to make it better for themselves. They are making a conscious decision, a conscious effort to make it through this dark time in their life. And anything that anyone can say to beat down any efforts they're trying to, that they're making to get through this, you're, you're just as bad. You, you're hurting them. You're hurting these people. Isn't it, isn't it tough enough that they're already hurt? They are already, they're hurt and scared. They have memories that might stick in their mind for the rest of their lives. They will never forget how they felt in that room or when they heard that they lost that person to this particular type of killing. They will never forget that. And the, one of the best things that we can do, even if you don't believe in the power of prayer, respect that these people are making a conscious decision to keep going and to talk to God. They, they, they are choosing to talk to God to get them through this. And I bet they're going to get through it because I, I feel like these people are such great teachers just for speaking. When I was a little baby, I, I, I'm not sure how old I was, but I believe I was about close to being one. I threw a very, very big fist on my neck, and nobody knew what, what it was. So just a couple of days or a night before um, I, I was scheduled for a blood transfusion, my father took me to, I believe it was a clinic uh, somewhere in Africa, and a bunch of nuns stood around me and took turns praying throughout the entire night. For, so that I wouldn't have to get the blood transfusion. They didn't know what was wrong with me. And back then, in the early 80s in Africa, that sometimes was the answer. They thought was the answer to every ailment that they didn't know, you know what it was. They prayed for me throughout the night, and by morning, the cyst went away, and they, they, there was no explanation for it except that they had prayed over me. And I had the cyst for at least a month maybe a little longer. So it, it was, it didn't look like it was going to get any better. I was miserable. I couldn't sleep. I was crying. I was very, very sick. And they thought I was going to, they thought I was going to die or be, become um, crippled or something, something bad would happen to me or some or develop some sort of handicap. And clearly that didn't happen. Thank God. That's one 
one thing I can say, one event in my life that I can say, the power of prayer really works because I wouldn't be here if they hadn't done anything. My parents were not rich. They did not have all of the money in the world to take me to to take me to a really great special big doctor in the United States. They did fly me back and forth in and out of Africa to the United States. In the end, it was the power of prayer that saved me. Um, and once again, I just, I just want to tell anyone out there who's afraid to say that they pray for something and then it, they, get, they get it or afraid to talk about prayer in front of people because they feel weird about it. You're not alone. I struggled with that my whole life. It's only now that I'm even able to mention it. But, you know, for me, when I pray, and prayer is different for everyone, if anyone wants to know, I pray that I say God. I pray to the Mother Goddess. I pray to the Father God. I pray to any um, any energy form that I feel is connected to any some part of nature that I'm in. I speak to any spirit energy that I feel in nature that feels protective of me or that feels like I can tap into that energy, like the energy of a tree, and gain the confidence to speak the truth and to speak from within for my work and for my writing. I pray kind of all over the place. Um, I've always been that way. It's really something that's been a part of me since childhood. Nobody really had to teach me how to pray. I just always knew that that was something that I should do, that I can do, and that I would need to do for the rest of my life in order to. What I can say is um, to pray to both sides, Praying to both sides for me, both male and female, God, Mother God, and Father God, for me, it just makes sense that I would come from both a male and a female because I'm a female, and it took a male to make me, and it took a woman to make me, and that's, for me, that's how it feels right for me to be able to pray to both sides. For me, praying to but the mother goddess, when I feel drawn and connected to it, it's not a question in my mind that the father God will hear that same prayer and work with her to help me make that happen. And to pray to the father God, to father God, to help me with something, it's not a question in my mind that mother God isn't there helping father God help me because they're both together. They're one big light. And the big light is, it, 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 it consists of every single color and shape and being and magical it does, thing God's of rainbow. everything. So it would be, God would be a, a, to a mother and a father. It just, it just makes sense to me. I, I, I guess for me, sometimes I kind of get ahead of, of people in conversation, not remembering that people, a lot of people were raised to not believe that there's a mother goddess but there is one really important image to me one powerful image to me that pops up is um the mother mary uh what's it called our lady of guadalupe i always 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 see that whenever i have a really 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 intense time where i'm praying and talking to her over and over again i swear the image of her can appear in the least likely of places, it's incredible how it just pops up. One time I forgot that I t- 
turned my stove off, and I swore that I left my stove on. I was freaking out. I was panicking. I was on the train. My throat was closing. I was sweating. I was just so scared that I left my stove on, and I prayed. I kept praying over and over and over and over and over again, and sure enough, I looked over, and for a split second, I saw an image of her in somebody's apartment window really big, and I just knew everything was going to be okay. And sure enough, I did leave the fire on, but it went out by itself. And I knew that because the knob was still turned on. So I was like, I don't care how you did it. Thank you for doing it, God. Thank you so much. So it was really cool how that happened because – I just said, there's one reason why I can't live without prayer. And again, no matter what your religion is, or if you don't have a religion and you're listening to the show because you're just curious about me, don't beat people up for praying and talking to God. Because even if you don't believe in God or you don't think God has that much, you can't, you know, you, you think that your ego can really block your connection to God or anything, let them do it. Because a lot of people save their lives, their sanity. They save the goodness within them because they connect to God and they pray every day. So, you know, let up on the judgment with that. And and also, just to flow into the news portion of our, our conversation, I do want to connect that with seeing seeing these articles, reading these articles and and interviews about people who say the Charleston people should have done this or they should carry guns with them. No, don't listen to those people. Don't spread that around. Like try to spread around the good that you're doing to help themselves, the good that people are doing around the world to help these people and to open minds in general. We already know that the ignorance is there. We already know that if we post the ignorance and we continue to post the ignorance and we continue to just lay the situation out as in the bad form that it's in and just and go on that and harp on that, we already know that that doesn't make it better. We already know that. Let's do what we let's do what we what we know is going to help the situation. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, Tamara, welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. How are you doing tonight, young lady? Good, David. Thank you. Good. And you're on here because, you know, you have a lot to offer us, too. And so I'm going to step back and let you and Emma get the ball rolling from here. Okay. Great. Okay. Hi, Emma. Well, Tamara, um, she she definitely has a lot of really good viewpoints about um, self-care and watching the news and, and absorbing things that may not even be true or posting things that you know are not really good and healthy to post for people because it's kind of probably not even the truth or it's not going to really help anybody's mind. Let me step in real briefly and let me ask Tamara uh, to tell us about a little bit about herself and what the uh, I believe is the Papillon Project is about. Could you just give us a brief bio and what you represent and what you'd like to offer and then uh, I'm stepping back again as your show. (laughs) Sure. Um, The Papillon Project 
came about um, due to years of self-hatred. Basically, that's it in a nutshell. Self-hatred and loathing and depression, which I believe a good portion of the world goes through. And a lot of that stems from not having an awareness of self or an awareness of spirit. And the Papillon Project is there to bring your body, mind, and spirit together to find self-love and move on to find your passion so that you can actually commit yourself to the world in order to help us into the next phase. You know, because we're, we're actually in the midst of an evolution of spirit. Yeah, it's really a great page. You have a great page. Thank you. I'm glad that you've sprouted out, come out of your cocoon and and (laughs) presented this amazing, um, informative page to us. A lot of um, the listeners are fans of it, so you're helping tons of people. We're trying to. I'm trying to get it out there. And I love that you that you talked about butterflies already. Yeah. Symbolism, because that's that's exactly it. Papillon, if you don't know, Papillon is French for butterfly. So oh, I know. I speak a bit of French. <laughs> I know you. But I don't think you. <laughs> okay, well, if anybody else doesn't know, but they've got to know now because you told them. <laughs> so um, I want to discuss like watching um, and observing the news from a perspective standpoint um, and just basically um, bring up the topic of people being afraid and staying in that fear. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel very much, um, and I think you agree with me, that as long as the people are afraid, they will walk in the way of fear and never feel empowered. Absolutely. And I see this Absolutely. daily on my news feed. And I have very big news feed, as everybody can clearly see. Um, <laughs> where I see different people from all walks of life and, and mm-hmm. all different places all over the world. You you want I see I see a trend <laughs> for for you know I see a trend. It, it's it's really something to see people wanting things to get better, but they insist on showing the negative stuff and they insist on presenting such low vibrational things. I mean, it's not even so much the subject matter that I'm talking about right now. It's the intent behind presenting it. And I'm like, well, if you want them to get better, Take time to search for ways that they that this situation is getting better. And if you can't truly find that, maybe post more truthfully and say, I can't seem to find ways that the situation is getting better. That's part of the problem. Let's, you know, it's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like it reminds me of, you know, when a kid is crying and they know they notice that you notice they're crying and they start to see you feeling bad for them, so they cry even harder and even more and right. you're like you know exactly. that they're not really 
that much pain, but they're just kind of going for it because they know they can really get it out of you. I kind of feel like that's what everyone does to each other on Facebook, and not just on Facebook, just out in the open. I mean, it's bad enough the news and the newspapers do it to us all day long, and so many of us right. just fall, not me, but so many of us just fall for for so much, and it's like, oh, this is story this is awful let me read about this and then spread it around and see how terrible it is it's like this is not some horror movie that you can just turn on this is our world this is us this is where we are and no matter what we say and how often we try to separate ourselves from one another because of our physical appearance or because of our gender Mm -hmm. because of the country that we're living in we're all one, baby. We are all in this together. Absolutely. We're one and human race, and you cannot run from any of us. We're all here, and we're all going through it. So you better try and make the best of it, and making the best of it is <laughs> looking to the light, doing the right thing, refraining right. from making the matter worse than it re- already is, saying this is what I'm doing to make this better. I'm going to leave the house and I'm going to do or say something to make this better. And no, it's not going to turn the page and make it better overnight, but it's going to get us that much far ahead of the negative energy, the negative people, the negative things that keep happening, the negative comments, because I'm doing something positive here and I'm posting something positive here. I'm, and I'm presenting, I'm representing that. I can't find a post that's positive. I can't find someone doing something positive about it, so I'm going to show something positive. I, I you know? can't and agree more. I can't yes. agree more. Tamara, want... what you say you, Tamara? Actually, I, I completely agree. You need to be the one who steps forward. And I need to go back for a second to where you said the child's crying and then they see that you're upset so they cry harder. The flip side of that, it's not necessarily that they knew they can get it from you. But when they see that you're scared or you're feeling for them, they think there's actually something to be crying about. Yes. So they cry harder. And that's the theme that you look at with the news. As soon as you're posting this fear-based propaganda or fear-based piece, as soon as that's out there, somebody else is looking at it going, well, I'm always talking to this person or I respect this person's opinion. And look, they're afraid because of this. Well, I better Absolutely. share it, too, because I'm afraid. So it's it's just that we are unknowingly propagating fear. And the energy that we put out there is not going to be positive until someone says, I'm only sharing the positive. And that's Absolutely. not to say that you're going to turn a blind eye. I mean, you don't sit there and say, nope, la, 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 I don't see anything bad going on here. The world is perfect. That's not, that's not at all true. We definitely, there are moments where every single one of us, we just want to say, look what happened here. This is so bad. But right. strength in it is to be able to reach inside of yourself and say, do I want the world to change? Do I want this to change? And if you can Absolutely. hear yourself say yes, that's, then that's the next step. That's your responsibility. Right. Listen to that higher self. We need to Absolutely. Hear yourself and then you take that. Right. Yes. And, and, and find yourself questioning instead of just blindly sharing the fear or blindly sharing the positive. Just find yourself questioning where it is you're getting this information, what it is you're, why you're getting it, how you're getting it, 
who you're getting it from. You know, go through your, your five W's and, and really consider how is this affecting you? How is it affecting your mood? How is it affecting your interactions with your fellow man? Are you loving yourself even though you know what the news is telling you? Are you still finding a way to love yourself in that moment? Because as soon as you stop loving yourself and you focus on the fear, you're kind of, you're you're playing to the hopelessness. Yeah. And the questions, Tamara, that I, I always say, I feel that people need to ask themselves, just apart from, you know, is this real, is what's making me afraid with this news? Yes. what right. what is it really? Not oh well, this is what's making me afraid. What I'm thinking, no. What inside is making me afraid of this news? Mm-hmm. Then the next question is, okay, do I have to be afraid, or mm-hmm. should I should I be afraid, or can I find a way out of this fear? Start paying attention to your body. Start paying attention to what you're reading and to what you're accessing every day. I tell you, the news can definitely brew in a morning or a day. Sometimes I hear a snippet of the news just by accident because I don't watch the news. I I mean, it's Mm -hmm. all around and there's papers everywhere, so I know what's going on and stuff. Also, I have enough dreams and and feelings to give me enough news. Um, But... Sometimes something can just jump in and kind of find its way in, and I'm like, my day doesn't have to go bad because of this. Yes, that's a very right. sad story. Yes, that's not. That's definitely something that we all need to work on. But the news can definitely set the tone of your day, your mood, your energy. And if you're a very Absolutely. sensitive person, if you're an empath, or if you're if you're psychic, psychically sensitive, just in, you're generally a sensitive person. Mm-hmm. Now you can see what could possibly be making you feel down so often. It's bad enough that you're picking up on all of this negative stuff that's going on in the world without watching the news. Give yourself a break and right. really pay attention to how this is affecting you. And the other question is that you can ask yourself is, in what way will this cause me to feel powerless? If you can answer that honestly mm-hmm. and truly face yourself, and know that you have control over the news not making you feel powerless, even if it means not turning on, or even if it means watching it and remaining conscious, not going in, not falling into the to the, the drama and the negativity. If you can do that right. much for yourself, you are doing worlds of just loads of, help to the world, to our country, to other countries, just by stepping into that self-awareness as you're watching and and as you're just being aware of what's going on on a real level and being able to detach and truly understand what well, it is you've done to yourself. Well said, well said. And, and, and yes. Tamara, can you tell us a little bit more about why you started the project and, and how you arrived to where you are right now? Well, actually, what I'd like to, before I lose this train of thought, (laughs) Alma, you said something um, about the news, and and even though you don't see, you don't seek it out, you still see it, and that's so true more than people ever realize. I don't know how many of the listeners are sitting there going, oh, I don't watch the news either. Well, I might turn it on for sports, or I might turn it on for weather, and there's a live stream at the bottom, 
There's a little <laughs> saying, oh, coming up next, you get to hear about 60 people who died on this plane. Forget the 300 who are still alive. You, you know, yeah. it's very biased and it's very quick as to how they pull you in. And that little bit of negativity is enough to just set you down the path of Absolutely. feeling down all day. I have to agree with you 100%. And just one more quick point. The news does not generally seek to empower the people. I'm, I'm like that. That is the most. That's so plain in just how I said it. But just take it in. The news does not seek to. It just generally they do not seek to empower you. Clearly. So just please keep that in mind, everybody, and and just try to understand that. I'm not not posting about the news because I want everybody to think that it's that we have this jolly great world. Clearly, I don't think that. That's clearly the reason why I do the work that I do because I want to make this world a better place. But you got to understand that another reason why I don't always post things about the news is because a lot of it has a lot of holes in it. It's not all completely mm-hmm. true. There's, it's very one-sided. None of us were even there, and the ones who were there would definitely say differently. So I don't get into it, and, and I've had messages to me, oh, why don't you talk about Well, I'm not a news reporter. I do psychic work, clearly, as you can tell. And two, I don't care for the way most of it's presented because it's not all accurate, and a lot of it is some a lot of it is inaccurate, and some of it is partially accurate. So I would rather not pick apart an article and go into it. You know, I'd rather do the work that I do and get people to really start thinking for themselves. That's the important part is is thinking for yourself is really questioning what does this mean to me and for me and where is it coming from and what's my bias towards it. It's just critical thinking. And I, and I say it like that, just critical thinking, but there's a huge shortage of critical thinking in this world. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to do the work to find the truth. Yeah. You have to do the work to find it. And what's true for you is not going to be true for everybody. We all know that, you know, reality is one truth. The one truth is love. And the one truth is that it's here and it's in us and it's not going anywhere just because something bad happened and everybody's angry and everybody feels down because the news has gotten everybody down. It's here. It's love in us. And it's, here for us to access and so often we turn away from it because it's easier and it's more fun and gory mm-hmm. to dip right into the negativity and it's like well don't complain when nothing gets better you know Absolutely. say it's not getting better speak the truth at least say the truth it's not getting better because we are choosing to sit and, and wallow in it and yes. not help the situation at least tell exactly. the truth don't say it's not getting better because people are doing about it and it's not getting no it's not mm-hmm. getting better on your part because you're not really helping very much i heard two killers mm-hmm. escape from a prison i'm gonna run to my cellar oh get the guns out <laughs> oh, lock myself in like come on man exactly. i watch the news because i want to be informed and Absolutely. i'm not gonna panic you know if they give me some tips on something or Give us an alert, and then I'll think about if it's worth it to do that or not, or if it's the same rhetoric, you know. But no, I'm not going to panic. Every time the news is on, I'm going to run to the hills to my cabin and break up my guns and my survival supplies and all that, you know. 
change their channels and different news stations right. have different perspectives. You no, know, it's just they're like reading the newspaper, but if you don't feel like doing that or if you can even find one nowadays, you know, watch the news, mm-hmm. okay? You know, a little entertainment, you know, what's going on in the world and all that, but don't take it 100% literally, you know, take your own power, know that that's just, you know, yes. less than 1% of whatever's going on, you're going to be okay, I mean, that is my perspective of it, you know what I mean? So there it is. Absolutely. Okay. I'm glad we talked about that. And I think everyone in our audience is is really going to, um, you know, take this discussion and and think about it because it's, it's pretty intense right now. And even if you don't live in the United States and you're listening to this show, it's just a message. All these messages are, are really universal and they're really for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to us. We, you know, we often look to one person, one big event, one big person to change us. But we're that big person. I'm that big person. Tamara, you're that big person. David, you know, it's Absolutely. hard sometimes to know and trust and, like, totally, like, see the greatness in that, knowing that we are that person. Like, we have so much power on an individual basis. It really, it, it shocks me sometimes to see some people not, no they, they don't acknowledge it, and when they do, they just think it's so untrue, and they behave in ways that, that show that they think it's so untrue. They believe a lie over the truth that they're so powerful. I don't just post saying that you are powerful just to make your day better. That's the last thing on my list. I'm posting telling people that they are powerful because it's true. I'm saying that because I know that it gets embedded in people's minds because people love Facebook and they look at it every 10 seconds. I'm like, if people can see, can see that they are powerful over and over and over again, they'll start to believe it. And these great people that I have these, these my on my fan page and my readers, just all these really awesome people who've come together and, and read my blogs and stuff, like, I want you guys to, like, know how awesome you are and, like, you have so much power, it's incredible. And you start really acknowledging that and taking control of your life that much more with just, you know, how much you watch the news or how often you write throughout the day or meditate or pray or talk to God, talk to yourself if, if that feels better. And, um, but just know that you're still talking to God as well. Um, that is going to help you. You know, the talk that you hear from someone on television or reading an article from the news, that's not going to empower you 100% of the time. You can empower you 100% of the time by changing your vocabulary and by changing your vibration. You can do that. You can change your vibration with just one thought by saying, I am powerful. And that's all you need to do. I get your posts and I've seen them and I take the meaning, which is just as you Related to us, you know, I'm watching the news and a UFO lands at 10 Downing Street in England, London, you know, or in the White House lawn. Oh, oh, no, no, I've got my power. I believe in everything, everything you just said, Alma. And, you know, I said, oh, yeah, and so what? You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, so that's just maybe it's a, a 
difficult analogy, but what I'm trying to say is, no, I'm trying to reinforce your point, Alma, that, yeah, you know, it's all yeah. good, you know, and, and just, just Tamara, ask, do you ask. agree? Tamara? I do, especially since you don't know what those aliens are there for. <laughs> so, <For sure>. <laughs> <laughs> so find your own power and say, you know, I've got nothing to worry about right now. And until there is a chance to worry, and even then, that's what the prayer and the meditation is for. I completely agree Absolutely. with Alma. That's Absolutely. that's where your power comes from. That's that's the entire point of the Papillon is to empower yourself. Now that's and, what I want you to Alma's talk point. about. Oh, okay. Why did you start it? And what made you? What rang your bell? What opened the door and you saw the light? What changed your life profoundly that made you step forward? No, and just take it, just take it, and change it, and then want to tell people. We want to hear that now. You know, the there's not just one particular thing I can pinpoint. There's a series of events that have started taking place over the last year in my life, and and I hope Alma doesn't mind me saying that she was very instrumental in that. Um, she kind of awakened the spiritual side of me that had been dormant for so long. Um, her believing in me made me start to question, what do I believe in? And then I found the connection to everything and everyone. And I'm sitting there wondering, well, wait, why is her voice more important than mine? Why is what he has to say better than what I have to say? And I realized it's not. And that's true for every single person alive. The human family all of us have our own story. We all have our own background. We all have our own passion. We all have something to add to this life. We all have a lesson to share. There's not just, you know, a school for teachers and a school for healers. We are all teachers. We're all healers. We can all be light workers if we decide to look in ourselves and connect with spirit, connect with each other. And that's the purpose of the Papillon. I combine all of it together and try to and try to uh, get people to start realizing what they themselves are capable of. Well, that's amazing because you know, you're on the right path. You know, I've been a psychic medium mm-hmm. uh, since I can uh, have memory as a little child and been through lots mm-hmm. of stuff. And, uh, you, know, sometimes, you know, you research and you write and you speak and all that, mm-hmm. you read and all, and you ponder. And I've come to the same conclusion that you have, you know, that what you said that you learned from Alma and what you said that you perceived from what you said and you discovered on your own is really, really true. It's authentic. I mean, you know, I've been in the show for doing the show for over five years and been doing uh, mediumship as a professional for over ten now and been, you know, did a few thousand readings and hundreds of radio shows and other media stuff. And I'm still saying to this day, what Alma said, what you said, and I'm backing it up. That is right. Now, all you have to do is step outside of the box and look back, open your mind, do research, and try it out. Now, you don't have to pay to try it out. When you try out, it's for free. And if you don't like it, move on and say, Alma's wrong. Life is rotten and, and I'm messed up, you know. But the fact that you did and you found a new discovery 
and you embraced it, you said, oh, my God, I was right, and this is, feels great, and I've got to tell the people. That's all you have to do, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So what do you think, Tamara? Is that pretty much the gist of it or what? That's pretty much the gist of it. I am confident that we can work together to make everyone's voice heard and that everyone can come out of their cocoon. That's the whole cheesy part of the papillon. That's great. That's wonderful. Now, do you have a link to your website or something that people can I, check in? I do, and I'll I'll make sure to link that to you too, but it's thepapillonproject.com. Wonderful, thepapillonproject.com. I, I want everybody yeah. to check it out if you're, you know, interested in that. And also, you know, one of the main points that Elmo wanted to talk about is, you know, meditation, you know, listening to others or your own thoughts or, you know, I mean, I know if you want to get into that now, but what do you both have to offer about, you know, what is meditation? Uh, you know, I'm feeling and hearing stuff. Should I listen to my friends or what comes to my mind when I meditate? Am I getting something out of that? I mean, I don't know. What what can you both tell tell everybody about that if that's what you want to speak about next? Mary, you want to start? Sure. Um, meditation was a really hard thing for me to learn because I didn't trust myself to be doing it right. To me, growing up, there was always a right way to do something and a wrong way. And coming to terms with the fact that meditation can truly be anything that puts you into the slowed down mindset. Um, Alma actually told me, just daydream. Are you capable of daydreaming? And I said, well, hell yes. And so I was daydreaming. And that one track, mind daydream, took me into a state of meditation. That's actually how I learned, was just by controlling my daydreams. And, um, and breathing. And Alma always says, breathe. And there's a reason for that. <laughs> you need to. That's a good to one, Alma. Yes, breathing, daydreaming, walking, anything, even listening to music. I mean, anything that gets you to a point where you're slowing down your thoughts so that you, your mind's not racing from one thing to another, that's meditation. It's not going to look the same for everyone. And it shouldn't look the same for everyone because we're all so different. Absolutely. That's my two cents on it. You know, there's a saying, the busyness of the spirit world is the slowness of our world, and the business of our world is the slowness of the spirit world. So it's like you said, if you slow down and quiet yourself and block out everything around you, you will then perceive the spirit world, which you will receive from. You know, does that make sense? Is that what you're trying to say? Absolutely. Absolutely. It does. It totally does. And, um... I mean, it's it's a really it's a really interesting thing that the body does automatic. You know, it's kind of like if we don't take the time to meditate, it's going to meditate, and what that is is it goes to sleep. It has to rest. So the concept, the idea of shutting the eyes, shutting down, and going inside is totally natural to everyone. It doesn't matter whether you follow a religion and you don't or you like to meditate, your body has to shut down in order to revive itself again. And 
whether that's sleep or meditation, it's just the act of shutting down. And the shutting down is like you got to get, you got to disconnect from this world. You got to somehow disconnect from this world in whatever form it is in order to survive. So if you can start to incorporate meditation into your daily life as a form of, um, you know, without without all the desperate ego negative stuff of the word survival, but as a means of survival, can really help you. It can really really help you, especially if you're in a very busy city, or you're constantly helping um, sick animals, um, or sick people, or in in a setting that's very strenuous on you, on your body, or anything like that, to go in. And remember who you are, listen to yourself, hear your voice, hear your inner voice, hear your um, spirit and your breath, breathe. The breathing reminds you that you're alive, that you're here, you have a purpose, that you love, that you are made of love, that you can give love. The breathing reminds you that you are you are a living being who is capable of teaching and spreading light in any way that is fit for you, in any way that's fit for you and, and however God made you. So, yeah, definitely try to try to do that as often as you can. And it does not have to be every single day. It's nice to make it every single day. There are definitely people who can go in every single day and meditate at the same time. Personally, for me, the thought of doing that stresses me out. It makes me feel like it's something I have to put on my schedule, which in turn makes me feel like, oh, God, if I don't do that, it's going to be bad. No, it's just a matter of taking it on as, like, part of your part of your life, part of something that you do, part of your lifestyle. You're going to benefit from all of this. And, I mean, if anybody listening wants to send us some topics that we can talk about on a future show, we're always open to that. We love that. It actually helps us to the show a lot quicker. So please feel free to message David or me or even Tamara um, on her Papillon page or if you add her as a friend, if she adds you, I'm sure she'd be open to that as well. I, I, I think she would be. I think, And I'd like to have you both on for another show where you, know, you uh, talk about certain subjects and then open the lines and just have people call in and ask questions, you know, what is this or what's that, or maybe, you know, Tamara can say, you know, well, you're in that place, this is what I did to get to where I am or I opened my mm-hmm. mind. You know, anything's possible. Yeah. But any any show that can help people and anything that you both have to offer, I'd be more, more than happy to you know, have you back on and let's set something else up on in the near future. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> down if you are. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, thanks for having us, David. We really appreciate you taking yeah, the time. Thank you to... both. Yeah. Thank you, Tara. Thank everybody. Yay. Yeah. Thank you very much. It, no, and um, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. And now, before I let you go, does Alma or Tamara have anything to say? I'll start with Tamara. Do you have any announcements or anything you'd like to tell us before you know we end the show? Um, really, the only thing I'd want to say is feel free to find me on the website. I'm re- 
I'm, I'm redoing it right now. I'm trying to get a form up there and um, developing workshops. And the biggest thing is just love each other, love yourselves, and be gentle. Be gentle with yourself. Uh, I, I love agree. that. And, Emma, and what, what, tell us your website and other things that you want people to know so we can keep this going. My website is almamyrtle.com. That's A-L-M as in Mary, A-M-Y-R-T-L-E.com. And if you want to message me and um, set up a reading, there's a button there to do that on my fan page as well, um, which is Alma fan page um, on Facebook. I'll send, I'll put the link up, but it's Alma fan page if you just search it in Facebook. Uh, or just search Alma, A-L-M-A. Um, and I just am um, glad that you guys got a chance to listen to us here. Um, and please feel free to share this uh, radio show with any of your friends. And just take care of yourself, your body, and your mind. And listen listen to your higher self. Follow your intuition. Well, thank you, Alma. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you. Next time. <laughs> 